The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Holiday baking season is here. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and Lakewinds has baking staples of the highest quality. That delicious, high-fat content Hope Creamery butter, or Lakewinds has many different gluten-free flours, almond, coconut, rice, cassava, garbanzo bean, so many more that make baking for anyone at your holiday table a snap. Lakewinds has vegan egg replacements and dairy-free butter substitutes, and lots of baking alternatives for those with food allergies and special diets. Did you know that Lakewinds carries great river milk? flowers that are organic and ground with natural granite stones in western Wisconsin. And Bakersfield uses organic grains from upper Midwest farmers and stone mills its flour right here in Minneapolis. The milling capital is alive and well, right? Locally grown and ground flowers, grains, butters, and more support local farmers and small businesses, reducing food miles and building a stronger, resilient local food system that supports the local economy. All that extra goodness going into the goods you bake this holiday season will make you a happy consumer as well as a baker. Support local by visiting a food co-op near you, including Lakewinds in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. You can find more information at lakewinds.com. I'm on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly This is the Thanksgiving show. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here today to talk about turkey and stuffing and alternative bird proteins and all the stuff. I think I recommended that Sharon go to People's Organic to order their Thanksgiving meal. I was at People's Organic in Ocean Beach, Florida. Sorry, Sharon. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Uh, Locally, it doesn't look like they are doing that. Yeah. So. You know. Um, so, you know. if any of our listeners have ideas for an organic turkey pickup meal, let us know because we, I think we're stymied on that one. Yes, that's still we are. available. So, because Birchwood is sold out. Yeah, so let us know if you guys come up with something. Um, so hey, guess what time it is? Time for top two and hey. two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in our two. All right, give me two, winning, winning. All right, this is the time where we talk about things we love a lot this week, things that are good. Um, Do you want to go first? Yes, this is my yearly recommendation, but I feel like it's (laughs) worth repeating every single year when gravy is the star of your center show. Yes. And it is this little browning and seasoning magic that I use to make gravy. And I learned about it from my mom. My sisters and I all swear by it. Even my stepmother, who is now married to my uh, dad after my mom was married to him for 25 years, now the next mom. The next mom. She uses it. Like, it's a very important ingredient in your gravy. And it is a thing that's called kitchen bouquet. It's in a brown, weird little plastic bottle. And it has a yellow uh, face on it, yellow label. And it is instrumental in getting the gravy to be a... 
perfect color because chicken gravy and turkey gravy tends to be a little lighter colored. And I don't like that. I like my gravy to look a little richer. Yeah. And it also helps in the thickening agent. Do you use a roux? Yes. Okay. So do you add the kitchen bouquet in the roux? Yes. Okay. So I have my drippings and I, the other very important thing is your wire whisk. Okay. Uh, wire whisk. Wire. So you got your wire whisk and you're scraping up your little brown bits. Okay. Then you put in your broth. All right. Then you are putting in your roux. All right. All right. All right. And you're, and you whisk the entire time. I whisk from the time I start the gravy till the time I serve it. Okay. Either me or someone else someone is else. standing there whisking 24 seven. And you do this, do you do this in the actual roasting pan? I do. You do? Yep. Okay. All the good stuff's in there. Yeah. I don't, so, again, I don't have gravy tech. So. Oh yeah. No, you do it all in the roasting pan. And then when you feel like you're getting the right consistency of like everything is at least incorporated, then you put in your kitchen bouquet. I put in like a tablespoon. And then if I think it's not dark enough, I'll put a little bit more in. Okay. But there's just some magic about it. And it's probably just yummy MSG. Probably. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's organic Delicious or natural. MSG. Or, but it is the gravy secret. And everyone I tell this to and has used it has been like, oh, my God, you were right. I don't know why that works, but it does. It's called Kitchen Bouquet. Oh, God. If I make gravy, if I decide to do it, I will Kitchen yeah, Bouquet it up. And I'm going to picture of it. You know, oh, I talk about it every year. I know. And I, I it sits next to my Magi sauce, you know, in that yeah. same area yep. that I have. So why <laughs> wouldn't Magi sauce? Magi sauce. The only one I know that has Magi sauce. Magi sauce goes in more things than you'd think. Sometimes it ends up in our bowl of ramen. Sometimes it ends up in potatoes. Seriously, I am actually trying to game. Anyway, well, I'm trying to game if I might mess with the potatoes, the mashed potatoes this year, because all I will... All I'll piss off is Jake. You know what I mean? So, He's used to yeah, one and, and he'll get mad, your, and then I'll make your table. him another one, right? So I might throw something weird in there, like Maggie sauce or kitchen bouquet. He'd probably like it. I know he would. He's so good like that. All right, my first one is going to be a new little shop, you guys, that I popped into in Hopkins. Um, it's called Mini Row Market. Super cute. I got to tell you, we saw, we over here on the west side are very excited because Golden Fig is a wonderful place. It's far from me now, you know? Yeah. And so, and farther from you. So Mini Row, I think, is going to be a much like that um, for us in Hopkins. And it's Dana and Peter Smith. So it is a black woman-owned business, which I think is also great to support. Um and it's just kind of this cute thing. And I love the the thing, the market. I love their mantra, which is keep your friends close and your farmers closer. Oh, I Isn't like that, that the greatest? Too. So they've got, you know, they're carefully picking, um, you know, products to be there. They've got, uh, they're trying to do all local and as sustainable and ethically sourced as possible. Here's what I love that I think is really great. They have the... Uh, oh my god, I almost just said PJ Harvey. No, who is the baker? I love PJ Harvey. What's the bakery that I love in St. Paul with the P and the J and the P? PJ Murphy. Yes. PJ Murphy. They on have Randolph Avenue. Right. But they don't, you don't find them on the West Side ever. And so they are carrying PJ Murphy buns. And I bought some milk buns and I put them in my freezer so that I can use them on Thursday for sandwiches. But they've also got, they've got, you know, great cuts of local meat. They've got great, they've got your salad girl dressings are in the case. Yep. They've got our favorite, um, our favorite sauerkraut people in there too. Which they, one? I, I know. Sauerkraut. There's so many Kiss sauerkrauts. My cabbage or it might kimchi. Be. It might you be. You betcha kimchi. Maybe. Um, and then they've got all sorts of great stuff. So anyway, mini row market. They are open today. Today is their first day open. They don't have sandwiches and stuff yet, but they will be able to grab and go sandwiches as well. But they've got great milk and ice cream and cheese, and they've got some veg and all sorts of stuff. And K Bracho. Those okay. empanadas. Which, They're delicious. Hello. 
And okay. you just said veg in a way that is very uncomfortable for me. So veg? I'm just going to keep veg. Um, okay. If you are wanting to have a little bit of a special cocktail, I had a cocktail kit that I really liked and it was um, the spiced sparkling apple cider kit. Yeah. And it's from Stanley's, The How, Craft and Crew, Pub 819. The Craft and Crew cr- gang. And it yeah. comes in, um, so the cider mixture comes in a pint jar. Then you get the sparkling. Then there's a cinnamon sugar that you twist your glass in it. And then you top it with just a little teeny bit of uh, club soda. And you can add rum, you can add whiskey, you can add vodka, Yum. you can just leave it bubbly, just yeah. with the bubbles, that the Prosecco. But it was a really, really nice seasonal fall cocktail. I loved it. Hey, you know what? Uh, Meteor Bar is also selling mold cider. <gasps> and so you can oh. pick that up is from it them. Mold? It's mold. Yes. <laughs> I like a good mold. I love a mold. If anyone can mold a cider. It's I mean, Rob if you're going to be sitting there. on the deck with family, which I know a lot of people are planning to sit outside because it might be okay this week, they're planning. I mean, like, you should have mold. You should be drinking hot yes. booze. Drink your hot booze, people. Please, please drink your hot booze. Take care of yourself. Um, okay, my second one <laughs> is <laughs> drink your hot booze. Drink your hot booze. I care for you. Um, your second, my second one is a really fun one is open arms. You know, I was just told you guys, I did the, the turkey talking with them and it's where I found out that they have a pie shop. So you guys, here's the deal. If you are still looking for a pie to pick up, you can pick it up from open arms, $30 for a Dutch apple or a pumpkin. And you can, by doing that, you are supporting open arms and all that they do, which of course is a marvelous thing. They make medically uh correct meals for people who are it, have life threatening illnesses and they deliver that to them to them for free. So not only are they like just putting food together but they're making sure that if you haven't, you know, if it's if you need to have a low sodium meal, those are going they're going to make that for you. If right. you need to have, you know, your medical condition means you can't eat dairy, then they're going to make sure that that meal is perfect for you. They're amazing. What a gift. They are amazing. And so you can support them by picking up a pie. How simple is that? You win at your table. You don't have to make a pie. And then you support Open Arms. So they have Open Arms Pie Shop. And we're going to put that link up for you. I love it. Yeah. So there you go. Those are our top twos in our two. And again, you guys, just letting you know, the phone lines are open. We are going to have Leslie Miller on in a minute. But remember that we are, and she's going to be talking good wines, but remember we are going to be here to answer your questions all day. So 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish, and we're brought to you by Hornitos Tequila. Week one of the My Talk Live for Free giveaway brought us a few winners. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. If you win, what are you going to do with the money? I think I'm going to buy a boat motor for my son's pontoon boat. Yes. Holy crap, you're the yes, most mother. awesome mom in the whole wide <laughs> yes. world. Well, I have a daughter in flight school, and I think I might have to help her out with school loans, maybe. My husband and I are in the process of adopting, so I would use that towards our adoption. Will you be next? Here's how it works. Go to mytalk1071.com or the MyTalk app, register, and tell us when you'll be listening. 720, 820, 1020, 1220, 1220, 1220, or 520. Then listen to hear your name. Call us within 10 minutes. You'll get 100 bucks and be entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Yay, thank you. Yay. Live for free for the rest of the year with $10,000 from MyTalk1071. Crescent Tide Cremation. Hey, 
everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. And I just want to tell you how glad I am that we have a resource for farmers and food and agriculture in Minnesota. We are so lucky. It's one of the biggest things that our state is known for. And sometimes I feel like we don't get a chance to actually talk to farmers and find out what they're doing. And Common Ground Minnesota is a, is, is a place on Facebook where you can ask questions about how your food is grown right here from local farmers. These are women who are volunteering their time to answer your questions and to engage in conversations. Plus, they'll show you cute farm pictures of their dogs. I mean, what's better than that? And they post recipes. What could be better than that? Common Ground Minnesota is a resource for you guys, and it's all volunteer-led. And I just encourage everybody, if you're curious about your food and where it comes from and the farming that is going on in Minnesota, you want to get to Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook. We're listening Hello. To Mac. Oh, <laughs> hi, Leslie. We're listening to Fleetwood Mac. And Steph March said, is this the time where you tell me this is your favorite record ever? Because every time this song plays, every that's weekend. apparently what I say. Every weekend. <laughs> How are you, Leslie Miller? And did you like Fleetwood Mac? Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with Fleetwood Mac. In fact, I've seen them, oh, my gosh, many times in okay. the last decade. Yeah, no, they're pretty They're pretty amazing. Another reason why you're my girl. Uh <laughs> I was so excited to talk to you for two reasons. One, because you are the Thanksgiving savant. So you're going to tell us what we need to uh, drink, even though maybe we're not having big Thanksgivings. We're having thanks small. A lot of times that still includes delicious wine and cocktails. Uh, a lot of times. <laughs> and then <laughs> all the time. <laughs> as soon as I thought about you, Leslie, because you have sip better wines, you are a wine consultant with your own company called Amuse, but you also have sip better wines where people can order wines online. And I was like, oh my gosh, my favorite white is it a Cremant? Oh, I love yes, yes. Well, you actually, yes, you love the Cremant de Loire. You I love did. that yummy little Shannon. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I bought two cases of the, that last year because I did a ton of entertaining. So I need to one load case? up just for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now you're now you just need to sit at home and drink that yourself. Right? That's exactly right, friend. And I notice it's still on your site, so I'm excited about that. What are some wines, or what are you recommending for Thanksgiving this year in the year of the Thanksgiving pivot? Well, I'm telling you, people are drinking a lot. You know, they are drinking a ton of wine, but. You know, there are those beautiful classics for Thanksgiving, Riesling, Gamay, Pinot Noir. But I thought I'd throw a few new things at you, um, including one really delicious little sipper for for, uh, your dessert. Um, One grape to kind of start out with, whether it's salads or sides, um, even your turkey is the grape Kerner. Kerner is actually a German grape. Um, it was kind of about that time when the Germans were deciding to sort of create a bunch of new grapes. Mm-hmm. And this was a little cross between an Italian grape, Schiava, which is a light-bodied red, and the grape Riesling. So they crossed those two plants and they made this delicious grape called Kerner, K-E-R-N-E-R. Okay. And I'm obsessive with the grape. It's medium-bodied, a white, it's dry, but it's so delicious and creamy. So if you're into creamy-based soups, mashed potatoes, sweet Yum. potatoes, all of the above, I'm I'm obsessed. <laughs> so call me tipsy with that grape. <laughs> yes. It, how I see this grape online. It looks delicious and very robust and juicy. 
what kind of uh, wines would we find this grape in? So the wine itself is just Kerner. Kerner, so yeah. If you're looking, yep, if you go right to the Italian section, they grow it in Italy, they grow it in Germany. You look right at the label, and the label would just very specifically note that one grape, K-E-R-N-E-R. Okay. Really, really good. Another really kind of like great, again, medium-bodied, really delicious, a little bit more um, sort of layered with minerality would be the grape Pinot Blanc. And I feel like this is sort of that overlooked white grape. You know, people often look to Pinot Grigio. They go to Chardonnay. Um, you know, we've been talking about Chenin Blanc, but I also love the grape Pinot Blanc. And it's actually a mutation of Pinot Noir. So it's white, but it's also really great if you're just doing that really great traditional turkey. Okay. I love this. And the Cremant that we talked about, is there a region that that grows in or does that grow everywhere? So Cremant just means sparkling in the country of France. Um, so you can have a Cremant in a number of different regions in France. The one that you love stuff is from the Loire Valley of France. And so it's very specific to the grape um, that's grown in the region where that one comes from, Bouvray. So a little Chenin Blanc. Um, bubblies, of course, are delicious. Um, you girls already know this, but, you know, pick up a great sparkling dry rosé. Um, you can have, go to the French section. If you want to spend all your money, go to Champagne, which, you know, ball out and do it. Do it. <laughs> but, Why not? This year's yeah. the year. <laughs> That's what I said, too. I keep drinking things out of my cellar saying, it's 2020. I'm just going to drink that. I'm just going to drink <laughs> So why not? I'm yep. so jealous that you have a cellar and that I'm not there with you. <laughs> She's a wine professional. 2020, I know. <laughs> I would expect her not to drink all of her stock like we do. <laughs> Leslie, do well. you do you have a... Someone asked me the other day, they're looking... A lot of people, I think, are already starting the Christmas shopping and holiday because they're putting up lights. And do you have with Sip Better, uh, like, wine club for people? I do. Actually, I have a gift. Um, you can send a one-time um, gift package with Sip Better. Uh, the section right on our shop page there is it says gift a friend where you can actually send them a fun little tasting kit from Sip Better. If they like it, they can continue to, you know, keep taking shipments with Sip Better. But they're really fun because, you know, the whole idea of Sip Better is I only support little baby small farmers all over the globe. Yep. Um, really delicious, very healthy wine, um, low cal. Also, the price points are, you know, as you know, between 15 and $17 a bottle. Yep. So I'm all about getting the most bang for your buck. Yeah. And you like to highlight people that maybe we wouldn't see at big box stores or um and I appreciate that, that about you. I've learned a lot about wine from you over the years. If you um, were not a big wine aficionado and you just don't know anything, like what is a recommendation that's around 10 bucks that someone could just like get going? You know, this is another grape that I think is really, really perfect with Thanksgiving and same conversation. You can go pick up a great bottle of it between 10 and 12 bucks, the grape Grenache, uh, G-R-E-N-A-C-H-E. Grenache is absolutely juicy, lovely, dry, 
Um, it's a little pitch off of light body that's more like light plus plus bodied, if that makes yep. sense. So not as like, um, you know, jammy as something like Merlot, but Grenache, again, great if you're doing deep fried turkey, grilled turkey, smoked turkey. But I always recommend Grenache to just kind of, hey, I'm starting my wine journey. I want to try something different, new. You can pick up some really great little Grenaches in the south of France. Um, again, family-owned wineries for 10 to $12. You're going to be so happy um, that I think it's just a really fun little grape to kind of start you on your wine adventure. It feels like there's a lot of that in the Spanish section of a store. Is that right? Oh, my gosh, for sure. Um, you know, Tempranillo is great. Oh, the grape um, Monastral, um, which the French call it Mauvedra. Um, if you're into, you know, grilling, again, you know, if you're grilling your bird this year and you have that, you know, kind of smoky bit to it, um, Monastral is awesome. M-O-N-A-S-T. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you didn't know that there was going to be a spelling bee. <laughs> well, I know people are listening and they're probably furious. They're writing it down furiously. <laughs> but okay. Monastral is really, um, you know, Spain has so many amazing, great little, um, you know, treasures that you can pick up again, you know, 12 you know, 10 to $15, you know, that $12 price point that I love to get after. Okay. One quick recommendation. If you had to do a box, what boxed wine would you suggest? Oh yeah. So, you know, we've been like crazy about boxes now and there's one that we carry at Sip Better. It's called Hoya, J-O-Y-A, and it's from Portugal. Okay. It's uh, again, a medium bodied red, um, it's owned by this adorable little uh, family um, in Portugal, and it's all the red grape varietals um, that would actually generally go into making port. It's not fortified. It's not sweet. It's actually a dry, medium red wine. It has a little pitch of pepper to it, and, um, you know, you get four okay. bottles in a box. Yeah. All right. Sorry know. to cut you off, so Leslie. Sweet. We could go on with wine forever. It's Amuse Wines. <laughs> also, Sip Better. <laughs> is where you can order wines from her. She's also got uh, great tutorials online. Check her out. Thanks, Leslie. Thanks, Leslie. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen from Weekly Dish. I just moved from my townhome in St. Paul to a single-family home in Golden Valley. I've bought and sold three homes in the last five years, so while I feel like I should be an expert in buying and selling, I'm not. I called on the real experts, Carrie Augst and Sue Durfee from Remax Results at CarrieAndSue.com. They helped me, and they will help you find the home that's right for you. When I bought my home, it was super stressful. We wrote three purchase agreements, and I dumped one home after inspection because it just wasn't right for me. When you're making such a huge purchase, you want to make sure you're working with experienced agents, and Carrie Augst and Sue Durfee are just that. They're very responsive and they can meet your needs quickly. They are a small but mighty team with Remax results and they were so hands-on. I even got Carrie to show me three homes one afternoon and I didn't have an appointment scheduled. I just drove into a neighborhood that I loved and I called her. So if you're walking down this road of buying the home for the first time or if you're selling your home and want to downsize, please call Carrie Elks and Sue Durfee at Remax results. That's Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E and Sue at CarrieAndSue.com. I couldn't speak more highly of them. They did a great job. 
the Weekly Dish. Thanks, you guys, for such a great show so far. I know that our friend Schmidt uh, texted me, and she said she's loving it. It was exactly the lift she needed today. So. Oh, good. So We're I love always that. good for a lift. Good for the lift. Hey, we have Kimberly on the line. Kimberly, you have a question. What's up today? Yes, I want to know. Uh, my 14-year-old has shown an interest in uh, learning how to cook, and the only ones I found are for little kids, like cookbooks and stuff, for like a Christmas present. Okay, so like 14 years old. Yes. And and is there is it uh, are they interested in all kinds of cooking or is it just is it like baking or anything like that? All kinds of cooking. I'm going to say, the first one I want to say is there's uh, uh, Christina Tosi, who is, um, you know, she's the pastry chef of Milk Bar in New York. She has a great, really fun baking book, which is a good way to kind of start kind of getting into things. But it's just really, it's got a lot of fun stuff in it. You know, she's the one who makes these crazy, you know, pies and cookies and stuff. But it's kind of got that, it feels like a teenager wrote the book, quite honestly. Like, it's a giant sleepover of a book. <laughs> I love that. So that's a good one. What do you think? I like this book uh, that's called Teens Cook. How to Cook What You oh, Want to Eat, good. a cookbook. And it's basically put together by teenagers for tweens and teenagers. The cover of it is literally a teenager with their face in the refrigerator. <laughs> that's um, cute. It's got a ton of great reviews. And I just thought some of the recipes looked good. They have over 75 recipes. And it talks a lot about conquering the kitchen without setting the house on fire. So I'm all about not setting the house on fire. Yes. Oh, I love it. Good. All right, Kimberly. Teens Cook. Then, now, how to what cook. was that called? Teens Cook? Teens Cook. How to Cook What You Want to Eat. And then kind of just okay. as a random aside, and your teen would have to be the right teen for this book, but both Stephanie and I like this book um, called Hungry... Mad Hungry. Mad Hungry. And Lid- it's, Linda Scalia. And it was written by a mom of teenage boys, but a lot of the recipes in there are very crave-worthy for yes. teens, I think. And it's a really cool-looking book. It's got, it's very friendly and easy to follow. Yeah, she was an editor for um, Martha, Stewart? Martha Stewart. Right. So that's Mad Hungry is what it's called. Mad Hungry and Teens Cook. Yes. yes. Well, thank you so much. You, you bet. bet. Kimberly. All right. Uh, remember six five one six four one one zero seven one. Our phone lines are open all show for you guys if you want to ask questions or ask us uh, any sort of things. So I wanted to throw a couple different ideas as far as um, you know. Oh wait, we do have another. We have Janie on the line. Hey Janie, what's going on today? Well, I'm not making anything turkey related, but we were going to go out for dinner for prime rib, but oh. since we can't, we decided to get a honking big ribeye from Bon Hansen's. Oh, yum. Yes. And um, haven't done that yet. And then I think St. Genevieve has Bernays sauce that you can buy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Delicious. What a great idea. Don't make Bernays buy it. <laughs> Absolutely. But here's, here's my question. Okay. I've got, we're not going to grill it. We're going to do it inside. I've got beautiful cast iron, yeah. old, old stuff from my mother-in-law. So good. Probably goes back to the 30s. Yeah. Um, so I've got a skillet, mm-hmm. and I also have a griddle. And my, I have two questions. Would okay. it be better to do it on the griddle than the skillet so that the air here's, circulates better? Here's my feeling. is I am, I, I am a pan-sear girl, and I'm doing a butter baste on the backside of it. So what I do is I... I get that I get that pan, that cast iron skillet so hot, and then you know with its with 
you know, the oil in it. And then you sear that, you know, pepper and salted steak on one side and you let it sit there for like three minutes, depending on size. Uh, size, yeah, size. And then when you flip it and then you let it sear for about a minute and then I throw a huge knob of butter into that skillet, usually with some garlic and some rosemary too. And then I tilt the skillet and I continually baste that steak with the butter and it kind of gives that caramely cooked top. That's just exactly what you want. So you do, you do a totally stove top. You don't do anything in the oven at all. I don't really, unless it's a, unless I'm wanting it, unless it's so thick or so big, then I might need like a one minute broil, but I don't, and I would never put it in the oven oven. I would only broil it. Um, okay. But I think that with your cast iron, you don't need yeah, to. I think you're going to be fine. Okay. So, so then um, when you said oil, what kind of oil, I, that butter? Or is- yeah. I start with olive oil in the pan and then okay. I add the butter after when I flip the steak. You could and use then you, a quick you get vegetable really oil hot too. And put the olive oil in and let it get hot I let the again. olive oil heat up kind of with the state with the pan heating up. Okay. And let it get really hot. You want something with a low smoke point cuz you want that pan hot. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right. Good luck, Jerry. Right. We got an okay. email that came in, Steph. Have either of you purchased the Always Pan, or have you heard yeah. any good or bad reviews of it? You were the one who purchased it. I am, and I I have to apologize to you guys. I literally have a post sitting there waiting to go, and I just, with everything that happened this week, between telling my family we're not coming to Thanksgiving and then dealing with the shutdown and writing very emotional, vulnerable sure things. Hearing from chefs all over. On yeah. The, Cause you're become, you're the chef mom. Oh my God. Monday was the beginning of the text chains that started at 1am, which yes. is what tells you what, um, but I'm so, so I'm sorry. I apologize because that was, I talk it up and then I don't do it. And I know that's hard. Um, here's what I'm going to tell you about the always pan. I have used it. And I think it's fine. I hate the handle at this point. And I don't like the lid. I am so particular about things like this. Does it have a beautiful nonstick surface? Yes, it does. Is it nice and deep? Yes. And it has a cute little place for your handle, which I never, or for your spatula, never using it. Nope. Never use it. Here's the deal. It's, I bought it for the price of 150 bucks, which is what it was originally listed at. And now it's on sale. I see it everywhere on sale for like 95. I'm going to tell you that I bought another pan online that has become my absolute favorite pan. And it is, uh, gosh, now I lost it. It's not our place. It's every, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. But it is, um, it is it is a nonstick pan and it's got a nice handle and here's the biggest trick it goes in the oven I cooked my bacon in that pan in the oven the always pan does not go in the oven you're not allowed to put it in the oven yeah that's the hugest who wants part of a that. pan you're not gonna be able to put in the oven I don't happen to think it's worth the money is my guess unless you are someone who wants something just pretty because it's it comes in pink and green and all it's that an stuff it's an Instagram pan it's let's an, just call it that can, can we, we say that and can I don't say I don't say that with shame I love Instagram I but I sometimes. Know. It's all about marketing and it's not really about the functionality. I think if you're going to have a nonstick pan that you're going to be searing things and then yeah. if you want to finish it off or you're going to make a frittata, like you have to be able to put these things in the oven. Uh, yeah. And I will tell you, too, that there's something the handle on the pan that I love is rounded and it's just it's easier. It's also lighter. And it's just like that. The always pan. They talk about it being so easy to use. It's kind of unwieldy when you have another pan that is just easier. Yeah. And my hands are small. And so I feel like that's one of those things. My arms are weak. I'm starting to notice that oh as I God, age, I that my super... big cast irons are getting harder and harder to maneuver. Yeah. No, I know it. Okay. So did you find the name of your every pan? No, but let's get Lindsay on the line okay. and ask her a question All while right. I find this pan Great. Name. Lindsay, what is your question that we can help you with? 
Yes, my uh, preschooler, I think, has learned about France in the past week and has been asking all morning if we can go to Paris, which obviously we cannot. But I would love to take him out for uh, like a French pastry. Any recommendations on best French bakeries? Oh, yeah. Uh, Marquis on oh. University Avenue. Uh, Marquis Patisserie. H-E-U. I don't know how we say it. I'm not going to correct you because I have no idea. But it's he... Mark, M-A-R-C and then H-E-U. And it's life-changing, fantastic, incredible French pastry. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. That's all you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just done. I know that one for a fact. Okay, I have the pan name. It's called Equal Parts. So not our place. See, this is their all. Why don't we just name it like Johnny Go-Go? I'd be (sighs) so good to have that one. My Johnny Go-Go pan. But it is called Equal Parts, and they sell a whole bunch of sets. But And they also, by the way, I think have uh, a deal on things. Um, but the Equal Parts is the one that I like the most. They have stockpots. They have all sorts of things. Okay, so you probably are buying the Essential Pan. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, the Essential Pan. Yeah, it's a bestseller. It's 95 bucks, so it's cheaper oh, than the other one. It is. It is. Mine was, uh, I guess, I got mine for 75 Okay. But I got to tell you that that... Is oh that's not it? No, that is it. That is it. The ten inch pan. I am feeling very confused. Oven Marty. safe up to four hundred and fifty. Natural nonstick ceramic. This is what I have. Yeah, there Mar- is Lynn. a fry pan that's an eight inch nonstick non toxic ceramic fry pan, and that one is sixty nine dollars. Oh, that must be it because this lid does not look like mine. Mine's not a ten. Mine's an eight. I do like their demonstration I of a fried egg swirling around and in the pan. With I no have sticky. to tell you, I and of course, I like I said, I burned stuff on the always pan, and this one I have not yet burned anything on. Okay. Um, Wow, this whole segment was not supposed to be about that, but that's okay. That's okay. We're taking calls, and that's what happens. We are live people with live answers live on the air. Live lives. The one thing I did want to mention is that uh, I did find this great Italian-themed Thanksgiving for a small, for a Thanksgiving, or what are we calling it? Thanks, small. Thanks, smallsgiving. Um, and it's really delicious because it kind of, like, it's got the polenta instead of mashed potatoes, which Ooh, you know. I did that last week. Yes. And so they've got pancetta-wrapped roast turkey breast, calling it a turchetta. Smart. Cute. They've got roasted garlic-mashed polenta, you know, instead of your mashed potatoes. Seared radicchio with raisins and shaved parm. Yeah. I know. Tuscan kale and red pepper focaccia. This is, like, this is a good jam. This mostarda di frutta, which is, like, a spicy cranberry, you know, sub. And then they end with a butterscotch budino. I, Yum. This Everybody might, loves a budino. I know. So I was just thinking that this was a great idea. I'll put the link up for this one, too. Um, butter roasted turkey breast, too. I'd like to see that link. Yes. I will put that up because that's a good one, right? Yes. Okay. All right, you guys. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are actually, we'll try to wrap this up. But again, we'll still take your calls. 651-641-1071. you got a few minutes left. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today on this, you know, I haven't even given a weather report because it's 28 and sunny. It's just turkey and beautiful as far as I'm concerned. I can already smell my house with like the turkey and the sage and all the stuff. I can I can feel it. That smells delicious. I'm already I can already smell your house. I was like, what's wrong with your house? My kitchen. I feel like I'm already in the kitchen, actually, from just chatting today. I feel like I can smell the way it's going to smell, even though we're not cooking for a million people. I am cooking for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, you're still cooking a big am, meal to yep. give to other people. I had to put get out. the takeout boxes going. I've got to go get some pie pans. I got things to do. You got things to do. We got Megan on the line. She has a Hi, question for Megan. us. Megan. What's up, Hi. Megan? Hi. So, first of all, 
Um, hi, both Stephanie's. Hello. Um, so, <laughs> I have a question. I have three sisters that live out of state, and that I mean out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Christmas, I, we usually do a little gift exchange via the mail. And I'd like to try and start doing something where I'm sending them something food-related because we're getting to that age where we don't need more stuff. Right. Um, and something maybe unique and fun from Minnesota. Any ideas? I got to tell you, and this I probably sound like a broken record, but the You Betcha box is a great box full of Minnesota okay. makers. It is a company that will ship anywhere in the United States. And they're good products made by local Minnesota folks. Okay. Okay. That's a good. Yeah. What, what type of products are in the box? You there, it varies. So they have boxes for beer lovers. They have boxes for hot sauce lovers. They have uh, all different kinds of boxes that they have ones for sweet lovers. They're just, they really have a whole variety. Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh gosh. Great. That's a good one. And yeah. Otherwise I would say, you know, do something like go to golden fig and, you know, and which is in St. Paul and Grand Avenue, Lori Crawl, and talk mm-hmm. to Lori, and she will find things for you and pull things for you so that you can put your own box together, too, if you know, if it's something that people that you, you know, like, you know what your friends love or your sisters love, she will help guide you toward the best products. Here's one oh. other one that yeah. um, I think for all ladies, because I just love this company, it's called Essence One, and they have a holiday box series that they're doing. They have a deodorant that is non whatever they put in the deodorant that you don't want for breast cancer. Uh-huh. And, and it's really great deodorant and they have great products. It's, it's so weird to send someone deodorant well, though. I, know, I mean, but honestly, if you get the kit because they have a holiday box, okay, then it's not so weird. And it's Can you essence one. If someone sent you like, here's My a sister gift. would appreciate it's deodorant. They also have really delightful lotions and essential oils and essence one. Just trust me. <laughs> I appreciate all the varied options. Thanks Very so much, good. Gals. All right. One Thanks. more box too, Minnie and Paul. Minnie That's and Paul a good one a good too. One. Yeah. Minnie okay. and Paul. M I N N Y and Paul. Okay. Thanks, Megan. All right. Good luck. Stephanie, you're getting deodorant for Christmas now. I you're am going to be careful. Very upset. It's going to be in your stocking. I'm going to be upset if I get deodorant for nope. Christmas. I'm going to be upset. Nope. That's what you're getting. I'm going to be, I'm going to think that you think I stink. Do you think there's, and there, I have friends who are like, who are like obsessed with the, like worried about if they smell bad. Well, I know. You, I, I mean, I know people who are like, this is more information you know, than you need smell? to know. But you brought on, it up. <laughs> on my right hand side, which is where I always turn to smell if I stink. Yeah, I had my lymph nodes taken out there. So there's no smell. But that doesn't mean that on the left side, it doesn't smell. So if I smell BO or something and I go to check myself, I always check in the pit where there is none. But then I realize later on in the day, like, oh, it was the other pit. Oh, God. So, yeah, these are my... They used to call me pity scent when I worked at City Pages because I would, when I have to like public speak, I get sweaty. Yeah. And I would wear like these beautiful silk shirts and I would be pitting out like Albert Brooks on broadcast news. Oh God, that was the best scene ever. Oh man. I love that. Yeah. That's the best. So okay. pity scent. Pity you can just scent. call me that. So it goes. Um, hey, we did uh, We did get a lot of great questions today, and we've had a lot of uh, great feedback, and hopefully we've helped you guys. And um, But, you know, send us a note, too, on the Facebook, and we'll try to do whatever we can to get some stuff answered if we didn't answer your questions today or so far. There's a couple other great resources. The New York Times has a cool little menu planner. I think that was kind of fun. If you still haven't decided on stuff, um, you can go to this custom menu plan, and then you can toggle these 
you know, sort of these little buttons where it says, like, how many people are coming? How experienced a cook are you? And how omnivorous are your guests? What kind of meal do you envision? You can do all these things and you move the sliders back and forth and it brings out a different collection of recipes. I thought that was a great little online tool. Yep. You know what I mean? So that it kind of helps give you, you know, they have so many recipes on their site that sometimes it gets a little bit much. I feel like everyone who is in this like food set world is doing this buttermilk brine turkey. Yeah, Don't you think? I might. I know. But I'm just telling you, like, the Samin uh, recipe for it is uh, it's two to three days ahead before you plan to cook, and you have to spatchcock it. Okay. Well, she's saying you have to spatchcock it. I can't spatchcock it. Well, you can't if it's frozen. Your story of just trying to do it <laughs> and the bird slipping all over your oh my God, apron so and much, just gross sliding so all over much the counter. So much raw bird yeah, everywhere. I just, that was enough for that me. That was a lot. I know. And I, if you're doing a 20-pounder... I mean, I'm not saying you have to spatchcock it. I think she's pretty much saying you can, but it's tough. I got to tell you, especially doing a huge bird. I just know that to be true. I'm not going to spatchcock. No. Um, So that's that. I also, uh, let's talk a little bit quickly about, oh, the non-alcoholic beverages. We wanted, someone had called us and asked us, what are some great non-alcoholic beverages to sub in? And I think, you know, for me, I think one of the things that I like the most is, is, a cider, like a real apple cider, not a hard cider. But if you're just doing a little cider, mull your cider and then put the spices in it and oh, give yeah, it. That's fine. You know what I mean? You don't have to put alcohol in no, it. No, there's no booze in it if you don't want to be. And then plus you can it can be cold too. Like mull your cider, like cook it with the spices, and then chill it and then serve it like wine. Our recovery, we have a lot of people in our family in recovery and we always serve catawba juice. Yeah. And yep. it's like a sparkling, sparkling juice. Sparkling grape juice is great. Very delicious. That, cold duck. Um, Remember, it used to be called cold duck. Or yes, is that a thing? It did. Right. Also, the Hairless uh, Brewing IPA. Yes, is made locally, and it is uh, no alcohol beer that actually tastes pretty great. If you're somebody that likes to uh, still have the flavor of beer but not be drinking beer, it's also good to use. Like I use it when I make chili. So if you happen to have some of it on hand, you can use it that way. And then I just think in terms of making cocktails that aren't alcohol, that using things like um, shrubs yep. and soda waters and just a little sparkle of lemon or lime, that's very delicious. There's a lot of great shrubs, Calvet shrubs, so many good shrubs, shrubs. And that's really a good way of doing um, it. What are my other favorite ones? Twisted Dorothy shrubs. Strainbrook. Uh, Twisted shrubs? Yeah, Twisted Shrubs, yeah, okay. Strainbrook, yep. Strainbrook Farms. Yeah. Shrubs. Shrubs. Um, And then someone asked about cocktails. So the idea of like, for me, the thing I most look forward to is while I'm cooking, I'm doing the bubbles. So I'm having a little champagne while I cook. Or it's like Lambrusco, the Piazza Grande for the last couple of years. I think I'm going to do the My Georges Cremant from the Loire Valley, which I love. So I'm going to do that while I cook. And then um, I move to a a bourbon-based cocktail, you know, for like kind of like hanging out in the beginnings of things. And one of the things I love the most is taking a like, you know, just one of my favorite bourbons. And by the way, Jay Carver has just released one called Etiquette and it is a single malt and it's so beautiful. Nice. And there is some great bourbons are coming out. You guys, I'm definitely going to do a bourbon spot next time we're on the air. Cause I'm getting four this week. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I take a little bit of bourbon and then I want to put some cranberry in there. And so I muddle those cranberries with a little bit of like orange, 
you know? Yep. And then it's almost like an old fashioned, but I do cranberry and orange instead I like it. of cherry and orange. Your Piazza Grande is, I just saw it at Liquor Boy and it was like ten ninety nine a bottle. It's so affordable, you guys. You can get like four of them. And of course. And it sparkles. The Emily. If we yes. don't have the Emily on Thanksgiving, I don't think it actually happens. So I'm okay. going to do that. All right, you guys Fun. have a great feast, everybody. Good luck. Tweet us pictures. Send us yes, notes. Yes, we want to see your results. We'll talk to you guys on the other side of the feast. Ciao, ciao.